Hello, you're listening to Mama Goose podcast on Anchor.fm, where we aim to brighten your day with some encouraging and inspiring words. We're here to connect with our listeners by sharing our stories of ups and downs, our joys and pains, our failures and successes, and to share our answered and unanswered prayers with the hope that we are all encouraged to keep the faith, remembering that this too shall pass. Today's topic, doing it for the King. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you? or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it for me. Matthews. 35 through 40, doing it for the king. When I moved to Douglasville in 2003, I had no idea that my life would turn out the way it did. I don't think I knew at the time or know now um, anyone that would open up their, their doors to their son's friends um, in the manner in which I did. I trust and believe that it was never my plan. It just happened. Here I was, minding my own business, (laughs) trying to monitor or mind my son's business. Funny, huh? But um, it's the honest to God truth. My business became the business of trying to raise teenagers during the period when they think they have all the freaking answers and like you're just clueless like you just don't know what they're going through that for me was a triumph because I made it through I made it through that um, that period but 
my business was getting to know who my son was around, who his friends were. And so I made it my business to be all up in his business because that was the only way I felt that I could lead my son um, because what I do know, peer pressure is tremendous pressure and peer pressure is real. So I didn't want him to fall into the wrong crowd. I didn't want him to make um, choices that would result in, you know, permanent circumstances for him. So again, I made my son's business my business. Now, what I didn't have a clue of was that the first person my youngest son met on his first day of high school would just so happen to be the first kid to come and live with me. And that's no joke. Um, I guess you could blame it on the fact that every weekend an extra body or two would take up space and eat up food you know um he didn't move in like immediately but after um years spending most weekends at my house I believe that he felt comfortable enough to ask me if he could live with me until he graduated high school it was his last year in high school and his um, sister, whom he lived with, was moving to Cobb County. And um, he just didn't want to change schools. Um, so he asked me if, if he could come and live with me and finish out um, his high school at the same school that he started. And um, so what can I do? I, I didn't have the heart to say no, um, because he was a he was a good kid. So I, I I I said yes. So this was the first of many. Well, for those that came to um, to live with me. There was something I told each one of them. And that was, I'll give you a place to sleep. I'll give you food to eat. I'll even give you some hot water to take a bath. But I am not responsible for your clothing nor your shoes. Because you know that teenage boys and their feet can take the price of a one bill um so I wasn't responsible for um their clothing and I believe that that kind of helped them 
I told them that they have to get a job um, to take care of their personal hygiene needs um, because I was only going to be responsible for household needs, which, of course, you know, that includes um, toilet tissue, house cleaning, you know, the the, the normal stuff um, that your house uses. I wasn't going to make them um, responsible for things that I, I buy anyway but um, I was going to make them take care of themselves. And so um, their soap, their deodorant, their toothpaste, hey, Dollar Store has it all. It only costs a dollar. That was, that was my rule, you know. That was something that I knew had to take place because I didn't want them to become um, a burden on me. You know, me feeling like, oh, I got I to gotta do for them at the same time I'm trying to do for my son. So I didn't want to put myself in that position. So that, that was my rule. Um, so, you know, anybody who didn't have a job or who couldn't get a job, what did they do? Well, I guess you could say they borrowed from the other ones. <laughs> because every time, you know, an argument break out about where's my purple, blue, pink polo shirt. Hey, all I can say is somebody in the house um, has worn it. So it's in here somewhere. Hey, ask one of your brothers is all I used to say. Because I haven't seen it, nor have I worn it. <laughs> But um, like I said, that was that was a rule of mine, you know. Um, so it, it allowed me to, you know, make sure that I had food in the house for them them to eat. Um, and there, of course, there was one time when I had to work two jobs. Um, but it didn't really bother me because my second job was on the weekend. So it helped to put the grocery in the house for them and we we didn't lack anything. God never allowed any bills to get behind and God never allowed us to lack in regards to food. So I'm 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 grateful. I was able to give somebody some food, um a drink. Um and they were not actually my responsibility, but they became my responsibility. Now, through this whole process, um, from the time that I actually moved to Douglasville, like I said, in 2003, um, I began to develop a relationship with with God, a relationship um, with Jesus. I had already given my life to Christ um, when I was like 22 years old, but I had not lived up to that. Um, but when I moved to Douglasville and started attending um, church and Bible study and Sunday school, 
my relationship grew with Jesus. Um, and what it did was it actually opened up my heart <laughs> to observe and look out for those who were in need. And it just so happened that these boys somehow found themselves without a place to live for whatever reason or however, you know, it it happened. It wasn't my job to ridicule them because I had been in their place before. What I know is that God answered my prayer and gave me my home. When others said, no, you won't be able to purchase your own home. Um, You have to wait two years. But somehow, God made a way. My fear of being threatened to be evicted never sat cool with me. And, of course, these threats came from um, my, well, things that people say, or I say management say that my son had done. Um, It was always... Honestly, it was always my son. Anyhow, I figured if they were sent my way for refuge, then it was my duty to extend my hospitality. What I realized was that this wasn't my house. It belonged to God. Everything I have, he gave it to me. If he saw fit to give me a place to live in my time of need, I should only be able to do the same for someone else. I should be able to help God fulfill the need of others because he fulfilled my need. If I can be a blessing to someone then that's what I desire to do. So you see, I became Matthew 25, 35 through 40. This is my life. I didn't do it for me. I did it for the king. Hey y'all, it's Mama Goose. Just wanted to remind you guys to check us out every second and fourth Thursday of the month at 1 p.m. If you don't have the Anchor app, you can always check us out on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. All right, see y'all in the next episode. Now, I can't leave y'all without giving y'all a little MGN. 
Mama Goose Nugget. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Don't always say no to a stranger. They could be setting you up for your next blessing or your next answered prayer. Amen. Be blessed.